What's up, everyone? Ah, what's up, what's the cat? This is why I don't like doing these. These are like texts. bloopers for the year. You just combine them and then you're like, okay, one, two, okay. What's up, hikers and mountaineers? Welcome back to another episode of the Badia Summit podcast. My name is Kiprono Letting, the host. And my guest today is Agoro. Agoro. Agoro Adiambo. So happy to be here. Karibu sana. Asante. So mm-hmm. you're a hiker, mountaineer, mm-hmm. ultra runner. Ultra Kidogo. runner. <laughs> Heavy on the runner. Uh, Hopefully to be an ultra and runner. And you lean more towards? A learning, probably. Leaning towards ultra running. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Karibu to the podcast. Sante. Uh, and you're my first guest drinking juice. How can you beer? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Others will follow. Others will follow. Yeah, they'll just but say, yeah, I have a hike tomorrow. We accept everyone. Thank you. Juice drinkers, beer drinkers. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. So, like, um, before I start, like, talking about, like, hiking okay. and all those things, what do you do, like, when you're not hiking? Okay. When I'm not hiking, yeah. um probably resting (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, I have a nine to five Mm -hmm. actually seven to seven not even a nine to five Mm -hmm. so I work in sales uh, especially you know under the new KRA system so things to do with ETR and everything tech hardware Mm -hmm. so yeah a big contrast to being a mountaineer Mm -hmm. but I'd just say I'm a salesperson Mm. yeah Okay, so like I, I started following you on Insta. Like, mm-hmm. Then I noticed you have those people like you run a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I run a lot, really. Yes. And uh-huh. I mean, like your your page is really nice. You take nice Thank photos. You. Thank you. It's very intentional and everything. Santa Sana. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, when did you start hiking? Yeah. And like why? Okay. Uh, first start hike was uh, 2019. That was around January. But an official, first official thing that led me to be a hiker or, and a learning mountaineer mm-hmm. was um, around June. June. So my first hike was Baxter Tunnel. So I'm scrolling on Instagram. Baxter <laughs> Channel. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like Limuru. I'm scrolling scrolling on Instagram and then I see a sponsored ad by Let's Drift. Uh-huh. So my first hike ever was like with Let's, Let's Drift. Uh-huh. So I message Alex and he's, he's like, show up on Wednesday. And I packed my leather bag. I didn't have gear. Packed my leather bag. I had these r- some sneakers I bought from the road uh-huh. and this one green jacket I can't give out yet. That I had it. I wore it on like 10 other hikes after that. And some just weird tights. And I was like, I'm going to show up for this hike. So, yeah. That was my first hike. So, were you doing it just like for people or you wanted to During do like... During that time, it was for fun. Okay. I had never left Nairobi, actually. I My, my life was... <laughs> I posted a few days ago, alchemists uh, work... Jay's work, alchemist. Oh, exactly. Badea Kazi. Badea Kazi. Okay. I, I never had summits in my life to say Badea <laughs> Summit. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it was a good life because I was an artist then. So it's something that connected me more with people. Mm-hmm. But now I was like, uh, 
I think there's also that allowance of like time to be with yourself, mm-hmm. but also meet other people in a different, you know, perspective of life. So yes. Um, oh, you're an artist. What kind of artist? Poetry. Oh, really? I have performed several yeah. <laughs> platforms. Uh, among the top 10 poets in Africa, what? performed at Story Moja Festival. Uh-huh. Then now, as time goes, you advance through life and the poetry becomes, the poetry has translated into my Instagram stories. You see the long captions and uh-huh. all that. So it just comes naturally. Uh-huh. So it's beyond the poetry for me was beyond being a poet. It maybe was meant for me to like tell stories, mm-hmm. which turned out mountains took the stories for me yeah, to share. Yeah, your Insta posts are very nice. Thank I like you. the stories <laughs> and everything. You. I sometimes think they're like very long captions. So that's why I'm always like, hey, okay, maybe poor might not. limit yourself. Yeah, and then sometimes Instagram, you know, just says, you know, long it's caption, enough. you can't post. Mm-hmm. So I have to reduce. Oh, or really? use the short forms of and btw mm-hmm. but i always know like okay someone is going to understand yes so do you still do poetry uh i have a like yes i do <laughs> but individually okay. not performance not publishing mm-hmm. but yes i have a lot of frozen poetry somewhere Okay. Yes. <laughs> about hiking and mountaineering. Okay, we can talk about Would you say a hiker or a mountaineer? Um, I would say a hiker mm. and a learning mountaineer. Same. Yes. Yeah. We aim to get there, but now, you know, the last bit, you think you're a mountaineer, then you realize, oh, there's so much more to learn. So we're in, we like, we're in a, we're constantly in a learning process like to be in this. So as much as we call other people like super mountaineer, but now it's okay to, you know, how someone says, I am a photographer. Yeah. I can take photos with my phone. Yeah. And I wouldn't limit myself. It's okay. I accept, yes, I am a mountaineer, but learning in it. Yeah. Sijafikabado. So Lianza hiking for fun. For and fun, then yes. When I first followed you, your yeah. Salomon brand ambassador. Ah, yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times, those ones. Which is the change. Yes. Uh, um, it was so amazing working with the brand. Mm-hmm. It opened me up to like so many opportunities, especially I during the year, uh, that was 20, that was last year, actually. Oh, okay. October. No, last year, but one, October. And then now I worked with them for a year and I had to like move on to other life things. Still a mountaineer, but now I am an independent, you know, athlete. So with the brand, it was so amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, you meet guys like Chariot, sport run up mountains. I hike an entire day in places they run. And uh, there were so many lessons that I picked from that. And um, it was a beautiful face of life to exist in. And yeah, I, for now, I can say I'm forever grateful for the things they introduced me to yeah. in terms of mountaineering and even running. Like they impacted me to, you know, they led to the growth, yeah. to the person that I am now. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was good for the plot. 
Right. And I yeah. like to say, like, you're the one of the people, like, inspired me to do, like, the Mount Kenya Dash. I remember that DM. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that DM, these yes. These dashes are mainly, like, for ultra runners and all these things. Yes. And then I see a hiker. And you're like the second person that I saw yeah. doing the dash, mm-hmm. and then you did it like successfully. Yes. Yeah. Um, on the 24 hours, I that was um, I'm a big fan of like, uh, pressure makes diamonds, mm. and pressure busts pipes. So I like <laughs> the part of pressure that makes diamonds. Mm-hmm. So you know the brand had um, I did it with the brand. So the brand had this plan and everyone was like doing 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But now it was three routes, 24 hours. And me, I'm just like, I have never done a 24 hour. And I've, I had had two DNFs in Naromoru. Mm-hmm. So you know how a DNF haunts an athlete yeah. for a long time. Can't even think of it. I know. So I write. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mm. So um, I say, okay, I'm going to take this challenge. It was tough. It was tough. I had a very hard night at, um, I have talked about it actually. I had a very hard night at Makinda's because mm-hmm. uh, during that time, compared to now, my acclimatization was like really, I was still working on the altitude adjustment, my body, learning my body bit by bit. So we we left, I, we arrived there at 11, started climbing, Getting to Makinda's, I was like all shaky and stuff, but mm-hmm. I was like, I need to be back down tomorrow by 11. It doesn't matter what as happens. Long as within 24 hours. I know, as long as it's within <laughs> 24 hours, that counts. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, my guide was very helpful, Samson, who has also seen me train. Um, you know, there was like, we had to rest at camp, we were still within the window. And I was like, I'm very much okay to not descend. I know when I'm like in a very bad state to descend. But now, up, up until this time, I have learned my body. I know when to turn back and when to like, okay, we are going to camp here for a little bit and then proceed. Or we're going to slow down or we're going to take more water or something like that. So 2 a.m. normal, mm-hmm. we push to the summit. Summit at 7. And from the summit... Descent for me is like adrenaline. <laughs> Once I know, oh, it's done. Mm. I just told those guys, yo, adios. <laughs> it was, we got, get to Makinda's breakfast for I think like 10 minutes or five and all the way down. So I, I my first, my best time on Aromoru is 23 hours. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it fits Naromoru the has, challenge. Naromoru has shown me things. Uh. And I don't know how I kept going back. But after that, I was so glad that people still kept on doing the 24-hour t- challenges. Yeah. Now I'm seeing people planning. And I've met friends who are like, I can't go sleep on the mountain for, yeah. you know, three days. The, 20, the 24 hour is possible with yeah. good planning. Yeah. Yes. And I'm so happy that you've, yeah, like, like you went you all, did. I was just like, oh, keep. That was last year, January. Ha- you, like last year, <laughs> you were fire. I was like, okay, this, are, this is like, that was a DM, but I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm so proud of you that uh, you, it's all roots, right? For you. Yeah, I've done all the. Yay. The dashes like the three main routes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like after seeing 
like you, it was you and Gucci. So I saw yeah. you then I was like, that was in January. So yes. then I, I tried now in Feb. And yeah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but you went all till Kilimanjaro and it's it's impressive. Now I'm the one who is inspired. And like Reversed. the mountains you've done are like on my bucket list. And I'm like, okay, keep did this. Mm-hmm. Go to Strava. I have the stats and then I'm going to go. So that's what I love about hiking. Mm. It's one one time I share the information with you. And yeah. the next, it's me learning from you. Yeah, it's for me, it's not on the beat of competition. But it's more of like learning and teaching and sharing. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm speaking about Strava. With a, you want some mountain juicy longido? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, just there at home. I don't know what I was doing. I left no pattern notification. Uh-oh. Oh, your record has been taken. I didn't even. You didn't stay even. With it for 24 hours, because <laughs> <laughs> the guys we climbed with. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot about Strava that I'm getting to learn. Mm. Um, I find it as the best tracking app for hikers to use. Uh, because of for premium subscribers, you can you know get your goals. You you can see the amount of KMs, the amount of elevation that you've you know done the entire year. But now, uh, when it comes, Strava has pressure as well. Mm. Yeah, as a, a hiker, it it there's the good part and there's the other part. Mm. So it's like Instagram, how you see someone, oh, they're in Maldives and all that. Mm. Now, Strava is actually worse than Instagram. Oh, I really? am telling you. Because of the times. Because I'm always there. Leaderboards. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. You get the arrows. And if you're not a subscriber, you won't feel it. Okay. But now if you're always on those leaderboards, trust me, I get those emails. <laughs> I think I'd rather have the your shoes are a thousand kilometers mm. you need to replace than the arrows. But it like pushes you, you know, like yes, leaderboards your top. Yeah. Rurimeria. Seven points. Your top seven at a school Someone is going to take all the top those. seven points. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there's so many. Okay, like the hikers categories now. The hikers category, I think seven points. Ngong was taken, but Ngong round trip, maybe women. Okay. Yeah, but now seven points. Uh, that Rurimeria was crazy. The Rurimeria, I, I hallucinated. To two hours, 20 minutes. Yes. Surely. It's water. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it water. <laughs> There's nothing else. It's just water. Okay, and uh, I guess maybe music works for me. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. On Strava, uh, yes, the Longido. So, mm-hmm. we were like a group. So, there's other things also about the app that it's good to notify athletes about mm-hmm. in terms of the pressure can be a lot. But remember, this is something that is dependent on stats and algorithm. And people's devices are different. So sometimes even the elevation gain of a place yeah, is not accurate. Because mm. I hiked with a friend and her stats were not on the leaderboard. Mm. But we summited together way before the person who has the crown now mm. submitted. I was the first to summit. But now you see. But he's number one. Exactly. So mm. uh, sometimes I think it's beyond an app. And it takes a while for 
a runner or a hiker to surpass that. Mm. If you can beat that crazy, <laughs> you, there's nothing on you. Like you just know, I genuinely ran 5km and this is important to me in terms of my training or my improvement as a hiker or a climber. Mm. Then the app will come later and whatever it brings. Mm. Yeah, so for me, on email, I have notifications about the seers and local legends. I stopped. I unsubscribed. Any pressure? Ah, it's a lot. <laughs> Unless I go to Strava, because you can't stop them from the notification. Yeah. Sometimes there are runs I do get the CR, and I'm just like, don't show this on the leaderboard. So I make it just uh yeah. And you run like every week. Ah, uh, like I, the queen <laughs> of Gong Hills. Yeah, but uh, I think because I don't go to the gym, mm. so running for me is a bit of training for the mountains. So my legs have to constantly be on the move. Having a seven to seven means me sitting on a chair, mm. talking to people, telling them, yo, buy my product. Mm. But now the only time I, I am more free is when I'm running or when I'm on the mountain. Mm. And hiking is beyond mountains. You have to put in the work, especially if you're aiming at ultra if you're mm. aiming at, you know, the higher mountains, that consistency bit and keeping your body active will help you not be like on a plateau of like, okay, I have hiked every Sunday of the year, mm. but what has led to the success? It's easy to actually track that bit of progress. Mm. So for me, running is training because not that I don't like the gym. I don't have time to go to the gym because life situation doesn't allow me. So my gym is basically running and probably indoor strength training and, you know, workouts like and that. And the hikes. And the hikes. Well, so the hikes are my greatest test mm. for my weekly training. Exactly. So what's like hiking for you? Is it for to summit? Is it uh, for views? Okay. For the, to connect with people? It's been, um, sorry, it's been... Uh, it's been a change through the seasons. At first, it was like, oh, I want to be out of the office and just be out of town. Then it advanced to, I want to see, sorry, I want to see the next team that I hiked with the previous weekend. Like, I was so excited to see the previous guys I shared the trails with. And then now it advanced to, oh, I want to see more. Mm -hmm. Because we did Buxton, and then it was Buxton, and then the lake there's a lake close to the Abadeas mm -hmm. that people go hike. And then I did Ndeya. And mm -hmm. I was like, what's in the Abadeas? And then someone mentioned Mount Kenya. And I was like, oh, I want to do Mount Kenya. Mm -hmm. So I went to Mount Kenya without training. So now it, be it came from leaving the city to friends to now exploring more mountains. But now for me, it's test my limits. Like I'm all in on testing my limits because I have surpassed the views part. Mm -hmm. Okay, the views part still haunts me because I was in Kili and every time I was, ah! and the guides were so worried. I've never been around so much snow in my life. Mm -hmm. So I acknowledge the views, yes, but look at a place like Elephant Hill. Like I'm almost walking through Elephant Hill, like with my eyes shut, because I've been there like over six times. You don't need now a guide. Now Gong, I don't need a guide. Like Gong Hills, Gong Hills, I think as at last week, 
that was my 22nd hike so hiking for me now is you know my body and then you know the peace of mind bit the people aspect is something i'm still working on because now i work in customer service so that's mm-hmm. so many people for a week mm-hmm. <laughs> and i go to the mountains to be like oh, oh it's, it's time for myself it's time for myself mm-hmm. you know so um for now body and just experience nature and what it gives yeah and to summit yeah <laughs> okay this the the most significant if i move to 6000ers and 8 and 7s and 8 yeah that will be now to summit i think within kenyan cuz right now on some day I wake up my motto for hiking is faster higher stronger so today i wake up and i'm like do i want to like how soon do i want to finish this hike mm. in like such a short time mm. cuz the last weekend gone i beat my previous pr Oh. So it's always like if it's faster today that means you beat your previous PR it's not like beat the strava PR what's your current PR record? from Gong Hills from get to Kona is I think one hour one hour 30 minutes oh, mm-hmm. from get to summit is 59 mm-hmm. minutes a round trip is 3 and a half hours something like that So Ngong has become a training ground. Ngong is no longer a hiking destination mm. for me. I really respect people who go there. Mm. Now at first you know I was so tired but now it's faster higher stronger. If it's elevation day I go do maybe hit 2k in a day 25 2000 elevation gain. Yeah. Wow. Ngong I've done 3000. 3000. I left I went home limping. I was like raising my leg from the bed the next so you day go how many times 3000 that's like it was with my friend kimutai actually like six times that's that's six times yeah. but you have to be very calculative when you're doing elevation training mm. you aim for the hills okay you you don't go for me now oh so it's the reps yes okay that's lots of reps yeah we i was living gong hills like you know <laughs> and you could get injuries if you don't train for it well because mm. i nursed an injury like a week or two what injury after it was like I, i had an entire pull on my feet i was just lifting my leg off the mountain of oh. off the bed so mm. it, so yeah it um faster <laughs> higher stronger okay yeah and speaking of uh, kelly <laughs> yes you've done kelly twice <laughs> I can talk about the second time. <laughs> okay. Uh for the second time, uh, you yes. know it's important to to okay. know someone's journey. Okay. Cuz also like for me like my first time doing Kelly I didn't submit. I had on the podcast. Yeah. You said it. Yeah. Yeah, I had it was my second ever hike. Yeah. I wouldn't second. advocate for anyone to do Kelly as a second ever hike. Cuz I did long not first. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so I'm going to longer not so yeah. kill is is longer not times two. Yes. You know, like no, you yeah. did not. So I went killy. Wow. Uh, the first few days was fine. Yeah. But then on summit night, yeah, mm-hmm. I got sick. Of course. I'm so sorry. Very chill man then I had to turn away from there. Yeah. You got to Gilman's, I didn't. Yeah, yeah cuz 
Oh, okay. I just got to 5000 and uh yeah, you're a gummy user which is fun. Yeah. And you get that emergency when I've set on emergency because now on the solo hikes and all that is uh I have to my family has to know where I am. Mm-hmm. So it started giving their alerts when I got to 5000 and it just sent messages to my entire family. What and what alerts are these? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Now we will talk about gear <laughs> for <laughs> a few seconds. Okay. So there's a setting you can set mm-hmm. when you're like in danger. I think it senses maybe the heart rate or something okay. when it's and then when you're in an enclosed space like a corridor when I'm in like an enclosed space it thinks like I'm hidden between rocks mm-hmm. and it just starts the alert and sends text messages to my family. So what are lots of they getting like Oh they're saying uh it even gives them the like exact location you're in like you're in trouble or something Yeah or I had to remove my dad from my gamin alerts I never knew someone told me don't put your parents in emergency Oh okay So and when it does that it auto saves so I was just like ah my entire climb has already been saved But now uh a lot happened in Kilimanjaro Mhm Day one was nice. Like we slept at Mandara, day two to Horombo, mm-hmm. but it was slower. And now the the worst thing I did was I didn't, like I had been training, mm-hmm. but now there's the thought of, oh, I've been on the mountains before. Uh, it's a very dangerous thing to think about. Like as much as I have trained and had hikes the entire year, uh never be comfortable that you are a mountaineer and you can crack this like you've been on high altitude so yeah uh kibo to no from horombo to kibo mm-hmm. i didn't pace myself so i got to kibo very fast and my body didn't get time to acclimatize mm-hmm. so i had shaky nights at horombo and kibo and i was like ah this is normal i've experienced this on mount kenya mm-hmm. so we are climbing and there's also the shock of oh this is not mount kenya where people start summit push at 2 a.m. people start summit yeah, pushes Mashallah. at 11, 11. Mm. and i'm just like god what is this so there's the bit of preparation you know Mentally. yeah mm. i think it got to me pushed me and that was like oh the mental bit physically i was okay mentally no mm-hmm. but now ye- like less than a year later i always look back at my climbs whether the climb is ngong or abadeas or mount kenya i analyze each climb like what did i do right here mm-hmm. that i can carry on to the next climb or what did i do wrong here so this year's climb was me avoiding every kind of mistake that happened last time that is from mm. the guide from the planning from the route i would maintain because it's the only one that my has bandas mm-hmm. i think my line of risk unless it's a 6000 now there, there are no bandas mm-hmm. my line of risk on kili is it's okay just allow me to sleep in a banda mm-hmm. i would summit even two times <laughs> just allow me to sleep in the so bandas You yeah. did the first one last year. Yeah, in uh, August August to September. And then you've 
you analyzed everything. Yes. There are so many things I discovered about that climb. One was don't go to Ololoque the month, the week before. <laughs> okay. Because I was like hot hike. And then uh. my body, because I usually, when I'm doing even a hike like Mount Kenya, I'd rather wake up, go to Ngong. Mm-hmm. Like when the conditions give you the cold mindset. Mm. So maybe hiking with lesser gear so that you can put yourself in that mountain condition mm. at night or there's like less visibility. You're just, you know, training your body. Mm. And also it's all about the mind. You're tricking the mind that, yo, we ain't gone, but this is the elephant hill we can get for today. Mm. So, cause we are hiking for that. So for your second climb. Yeah. Kili, how did you prepare? Uh, huh. I never knew I was going to Kili. Mm. That it's like I it was, was not preparing for Kili. We are at work and they give us one week leave, everyone, mm. but in alternate, you know. And I look at ever since the he- the year began, I have never missed a Sunday on a mountain. And I was like, ah, this is this is good. Mm. And everything in me felt ready. And I was like. Uh, starting from the planning, because I had been running, I had been hiking, mm. I I had just, you know, come from Mount Kenya the previous month. And I was like, if last week I was thinking of doing the backyard, the run till you fall down or mm. run. Every I, hour thing. Yes, okay. the every hour thing. Mm. Why not just do Kili? Mm. I was totally okay with everything last years i didn't have the acceptance bit but this year was like if i don't submit it's okay in your second attempt yeah if you don't submit it's okay i was okay for real last year i really beat myself because it was like that was a dnf no yeah, matter how much painful. i experienced that mountain mm. that felt like a dnf mm. uh yeah but there are things after that we could talk about later in the podcast but now in terms of preparation i felt prepared because mm. my plan for the year was you know runs you know be serious mo- be more serious with my runs and do more hikes and i was like okay this could be hike 20 something of 2022 mm. and it was a, i thought of it as that i didn't think of it as killy and i also had you know the guide take me through it was mm. like just be here be present. Last year I was not present. I got mm. there and I was thinking about work and things like that. So I turned off my phone and just left. So the preparation had been done. Mm. And I was like, I have done my best. And I'm going to just give all the work I've been putting in. I believe this is another hike like any other week. But it would be nice if I submitted. Yeah. Yeah. But I would be okay if I didn't. I don't think I would be like, okay, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> now I would be okay if I didn't. Because mm. um, there was mo- much more clarity from last year. Because mm. when I descended back to Horombo, mm-hmm. I, I, they actually had to get me a rescue jeep. Because my breathing, when I was breathing, there was like a sharp pain. Mm. So when I had the conversations with my guide this year, they were like, if you actually went back up, because... Mm. I was in so much denial last year that we were back at Kibo. And when the team descended, I was like, no, I want to go back up. 
I was or like, you got a problem, came down, then you're like, okay, my torch I went off. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And I panicked. Uh-huh. So I was panicking. My torch is off. It's dark. You look at your watch. It's 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 still midnight. It's five hours to sunrise. Yeah. And you're like, it's an endless stretch. You know that stretch. Yeah. It's horrible. It's endless. It's horrible. Mm. And um, I think that time I just gave up. And I asked the guide, if we go back down, do I get to go back up in the morning? And he was like, yes. Mm. So I go back down. I sleep. I'm shivering. I'm tired. I didn't know what was Kibo happening. Kibo is really cold. Mm. And uh, when they came back, they were like, if I go back up, you will inconvenience the team. Mm. So those are other things that I factored in. I was like, I'm going to go. When I was planning this year, there was so many lessons from last year. I was like, next year I'm going to go b- alone. Mm. So that even if I come back down and decide to do a second summit push, terms. it's just me and my own terms. So most of the time I like hiking alone as well because of flexibility, mm. not because I don't want to hike with people. But there's that aspect of level of responsibility. Mm. Maybe I'll become good at it, but I'm also learning in this. So it's really, once maybe I'm good at this, I can share tips along the way of like working, mm. maybe getting shared climbs and all that. So when I got back down the Jeep situation, my chest, mm. I was told if I went back up last year, I would die. Wow. That's yeah. when your watch was sending alerts. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, my watch does send if if I'm in like shitty situation, it will send alerts. Wow. And it's a good thing about mm. Garmin that I like. Mm. So yeah, it's something you said, though you put maybe one friend, a sibling, not your family. No, they freak so, out. Yeah. So mm. most of it was now if that factored into the training, the breathing exercises, I was like, no, I'm going not, not going to panic. I'm going to work also on, you know, my endurance, that mental, when you're in like a very bad situation, how do you get your composure? Mm. So in last year, August and now, that is like nine months or something. Mm. I went back. Yeah. And so you went back and submitted. you submitted. I did salvage. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. I mean, thank God for strength. Because mm, yeah. I remember when I went back uh, a second time doing Kiri. Yeah. I don't know how it was for you, but for me, it was more of relief of being there. Yes. Like, this is like the first time you're like, yeah, I want to summit. I, I know. Summit. I know. And the second time you're like, okay, don't get sick. Don't get sick. Don't get sick. Don't, get don't, sick. don't. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not going back down in a Jeep this time. <laughs> like, because yeah. the going back down in a Jeep was also a very bad effect. Mm. So, yeah. But finally, I, I was saying, guys, like, someone is a 5,000 at three times. I'm just mm. like, God, I just want that summit once. once. Yeah. yeah, there was also, now that I like the good pressure of it. You could see people who have summited. I'm like, why did it get bad for me at 5,000? Mm. Why did I have to get, you know, the denial bit? Mm. And now, you know, I accepted and, you know, you go back and, yeah. The summit will come when the summit will come. Yeah. Yeah. Chamohimo. 
eventually eventually yes chamuhimu mm. yeah this year was like chamuhimu ni summit as much as i was like okay as long as i don't die yeah yeah i am your, heavy on not dying yeah because 100% if if one dies there is no more mountains to climb yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, sure. so yeah we made it through here we are and uh wait did were you sick again am you're good the whole time oh this time was so good mm. but now i had um I had a Kenyan guide mm. and I had like a Tanzanian guide. I had a team of seven. Seven. Yes. And you're the only hiker. No regrets. Last time you were, you joined another team. I told someone I would give everything for a safe climb. Okay. For a great team. Okay. I don't compromise on team. If you see my climbs, even the Mount Kenya one, the Traverse, mm-hmm. I had a porter, a guide, a cook like separate if if I'm if the porter guide is not okay they can alternate i do not compromise on because these guys are also human mm. so if i am able to account for the entire team mm. that's fine by me mm. as long as i submit <laughs> yeah for this one was so important so you had seven so you had yeah it's seven a kenyan guide mm-hmm. tz guide a tz guide two. Yeah, she said guide those are two. Mm-hmm. And then I had we had a waiter. You had a waiter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. We had a waiter, we had a cook, and then cook. a porter. And then there was an assistant something. Assistant. No, the chef. six Tanzanian and then the one Kenyan. Wow. So the one Kenyan, uh Sami. Sami has seen me train. Yeah. Sami helped me summit Chogorianda 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm always comfortable if i have someone who has seen me go through yeah and i was like he knows when it's really really bad yeah and in case you need the tz person told me the tz guy told me like let's stand i could not agree mm. but if someone who has seen you train and has gauged your knows performance your tells yeah. you yeah they'll be like okay but still not okay but yeah also to avoid like stuff that happened last year my gear with me and all that and i'm like i just want to be comfortable on this climb knowing that i can ask for this and this mm. and maybe be in this situation and have an an entire team take care of me mm. so yeah it's more expensive but it makes the climb better i have better. never regretted the climbs that i paid for more manpower because mm. they were successful mm. yeah i know mountaineering is costly mm. But now I've had to sacrifice other nicer things in life because this mountaineering does matter to me. So I'm like, do I want to have a safe climb? Yes. And you ask for the itinerary. And of course, there's the bit of can this be changed? Can we work without this? Can we work without this? And the essentials, you mm. can go with the essentials. Mm. So yeah, I can, the, the summit is my guides first and then me because when i was doing the speech i was like it's all you guys and they're like you too and you find yourself as a climber forgetting that part because these people do a lot of work carrying mm. your luggage like i mean yeah getting sick i got sick this time as well oh really it was not sick per se like throwing up mm. and i could have people just hold me and i'm mm. like are you done yes now we can move yes 
and they gauge you and later on you sit down with these people and they tell you we knew you were going to submit they know when actually someone is going to submit mm. they do yeah there it was a lot of conversations that we could have on another podcast <laughs> <laughs> but i took a lot of lessons from this second climb compared yeah. to the something first about one. killing i don't know what's yeah. about submission it's so hard we actually looked at it and mm. we the timings mm. mount kenya you look up at 2 am you'll submit at 7 yeah 3 4 5 6 7 that's 5 hours skilly mm, you can do 11 you can wake up at 11 <laughs> and you can submit the next day in the evening it's bad yeah. like i'm glad i didn't do the summit push during the day mm. cuz the time we were descending i'm like did we pass here mm. it's endless mm. you just see like when you're looking up you just see a shadow of the ridge mm. and you're like okay are we getting there or we are not mm. and you i mean as a as an athlete you're like yeah i'm gaining elevation it's nice it's nice but now again it's an endless stretch of like zigzag yeah. zigzag and i remember they say it's 5 kilometers and i'm like it's something like only like only like and you're not getting there and when mm. i got to gilmans the first one is gilmans mm. right I was so happy. Gilman's point, yeah. I was so <laughs> happy. Yeah. And then now they show you Doyle Stella. Doyle Summit. Mm-hmm. There's a reason I could mention it later on. They tell you Doyle Stella and Doyle Summit because of shock. Mm. Like I hear people get shocked and actually probably don't summit after. So they tell you to get you ready. So the only thing I was, you know, of ours uh, the snow mm. I was like oh my god look at that look at that look it was <laughs> endless mm-hmm. but i was so happy when i got there mm. like it's and you're healthy i was i didn't even cover my nose the entire climb mm. the, the entire summit push mm. and eh hey, that summit push no if you compare it to mount kenya mm. eh <laughs> This something like Mount Kenya from any 4000 camp. Yeah. By 7 you are on, a, on the summit. But this one I got there at 9. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had a Dora here. I uh-huh. think Mount Kenya is harder than Kilimanjaro. I had that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. To some extent um I don't agree and then I don't disagree because mm until one has that experience mm. they can gauge it on their own because it's really even hard to weigh the comparison because mm. you know they tell you when you're done with mount kenya kilimanjaro you can do mm. but i was done with mount kenya look at what happened in kilimanjaro last year mm. you know there's the, that boost of confidence but now again hikers mountaineers and maybe runners are so good at it because they run up mm. but now hikers and mountaineers have to be aware of you know there's so much on kili that can push you beyond mm. that beyond this mountain is easier than the other one yeah 
I I have been unable Kili to do. Kili breaks people. Kili breaks. Kili broke me. Yeah. <laughs> Kili broke up. me. I'm like same what's up. Like Kili really broke me, mm. and I came back. I think I didn't hike for a month. I noticed. I mm. I I asked myself so many questions. So mental strength, physical, it's demanding. Why am I doing this? I know you say why am I doing this but you still do it. Mm. But now yes, it's very demanding. Mm. So in terms of ease, I wouldn't even compare the two mountains cuz not that I can't. I just don't want to. Yeah, I think it's Which is your favorite? Kilio Mount Kenya. Yeah. Sorry. Wow, I'd say I'd love to go back to snow, but also maybe Mount Kenya has snow. Uh, Kili. Kili. Yes. Okay. Kili gave me joy that mm. I've never felt as a mountaineer. So, <clears throat> yeah, Kili. <laughs> and would you do the 24-hour challenge for Kili? Kili, no. No. That is very Why a big not? no. Just no. See, you want like that elevation gain. I will get that elevation in five days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I have a line of risk as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, as much as there's the line of in mountaineering, there's line of risk on comfort. Yeah. I am okay with discomfort bits of it. Okay, so kill it twenty four hours now. Yeah. Anything beyond um, beyond. Uh, 5,500, I would really love to experience it fully. Mm. And if it takes 20 days to climb, I want to be in that 20 days avalanche, you know, wind, snow, glaciers, Mm. icefalls, something like that. I've Mm. had stuff like that. And um, you see people Mm. and whether someone has done three climbs in one Although I want that money where people do three climbs in one season on Everest, then oh, yeah, people are peaks. chasing the thousand yeah, peaks. Yeah, it's yeah, pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it's it's a lot. Mm. I mean, it's fun, yes, but mm. I think there's more to mountaineering. For me, it's there's times to go fast. Mm. So now I leave the faster motto when it comes to 5,500 and above. Mm. I want to be here longer to mm. experience more. Yeah. And, no, I was um, asking because mm-hmm. I first saw you do that 24-hour challenge for Mount <laughs> Kenya. So, of course, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kili, I wouldn't do 24 hours. Or oh, not yet? I wouldn't. Okay. okay. I... I saw that mountain and I'm like, okay, maybe not yet, or maybe no, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But we, I think we get the way I say they can't do Mount Kenya under 24 hours. Now look at me, mm. I can't go to that mountain for more than three days if I'm not doing a traverse or mm. something like that. But I still acknowledge the fact that I can book a trip to Sirimon. Mm. And still do ceremony in three days. Mm. I'm without even going to Makinda's. Mm. I can still do Narumoru in three days or something like that. Polite, type. yeah, polite. Mm. So, uh, in terms of respect for the mountain, it does make the rules. And I think 
above 5,000, I will let it. Yeah. So what other mountains would you like to do? Oh, lots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Okay. Lots. Meru. Matwanze, East Africa. I I look forward to exploring Tanzania. It it has won my heart. Two times this month and... uh, I'm going back for all those mountains. You have an entire list. Thank Mount you so Meru. much in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Meru. It's a nice Anang, steep mountain. Longido was so good. Yeah, Longido is I was like nice 13 kilometers, 1300. <laughs> like we don't get this yeah, where yeah. we are. And it, Longido also just pushes you. Yeah. It's... From the road, it just looks like ah, a small mountain. Yeah, it looks like this. It's so steep because you keep going up (laughs) to the point you ask the guide for a flat and they're like, no, there's no flats from here. And when you think it's a flat on like the clear ground where there is grass, Mm -hmm. you move on to another, exactly, Mm -hmm. the patches. And now it's, it was the second time I saw Meru. Because mm. first instance I saw Meru was from Kili. Mm. And the second instance was from Longido. Mm. So I'm like, maybe Meru is worth the try. So Meru is nice. Yeah. yeah. I think as much as I would like to, you know, to explore more, I believe Africa has a lot to offer. Mm. And uh, I would love to explore Tanzania more. Their mountains are way, like, a good challenge. Yeah. Compared to here. I would love to do that. Like it's an <laughs> entire list. And I'm like, okay, if it's time for this, um, I never knew it was time for Kili. The time just clicks. Mm. Like, everything aligns, the plan aligns, and that's it. And yeah. outside East Africa, maybe other parts of Africa. Mm-hmm. Other parts of Africa. Right now, Tanzania. Oh, Tanzania. Yes. Uh, outside Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> outside of Africa, I'd like to explore Nepal. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have specifics because I think Nepal has a lot to offer. So, um, yeah. N- not beyond a virus base camp. Mm. Yeah, beyond, beyond Everest Base Camp. Yeah. Can you beyond? <laughs> no. I think maybe, okay, maybe do a, a 6,000 or a 7,000. Ah, okay. Yeah. The yeah. 8,000 will come yeah. at its own time. I also like to go step by step. Yeah, I think it's the yeah. beauty of, the fun yeah. of it, and more for me is the experience. Yeah. And, uh yeah, you know, one month's beginnings and other ones. Yeah, there are people who are way good at this mm. to the point where you're like, wow, I can't even post my stuff because there are people who do these things at a go. But now, you know, if you surpass self-sabotage, yeah. you're like, ah, pole pole. But yeah, everyone has like a story. Exactly. You know. But sometimes you forget that. Yeah. Like, as you're like, wow, Nani's doing this. Shh, let me. You don't f- it does happen. Mm. It happens. But once you rise above it, uh, I mean, the distraction goes away. You mm. focus more on your journey. Yeah, your journey. Yeah. I'm glad that it, it took me years to get to that. But now I'm just like, okay, this is a good step. Mm. I have mentors. I have people within, mm. within Kenya and outside Kenya who 
it's just Instagram, but the way people impactful. you can mention. Uh, yes, I can mention. Yeah. Uh, there's Lotta Hinter. Mm-hmm. Lotta is, um, she was Miss Finland at some point. Miss Finland? Yes. But Who's she's a mountaineer. A super mountaineer. <laughs> okay. Like she's my role model. And then there's Don Bowie. Okay. So Don climbed with the names. Was Broad Peak or K2? One mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. Uh, Don has been very helpful for uh, years now. His stories, sometimes. Also, oh, you just chat with both of them. Oh, they're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. They're so cool. Uh, Don and Lotta are really great people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's this thing on the mountains. What do I do? Mm-hmm. They're like, imagine don't think blue cheek. There are people who, like, this boss so humble. Okay. They'll help you. Like, you've seen someone has summited. I know Nims is busy. But yeah. maybe it's okay to shoot names at DM. But I've never talked to Nims, though. So, all these people just DM them? Yeah, these, like, the Nepalese, these oh, people okay. who've done Himalayas, they're mm. very willing to help. Okay. It's, it's always from, you see them following you. Mm. They like your work. Some mm. message you. Some you message. It's okay. Like, in mountaineering, it's okay to ask for help. That's when I realized, like, it's beyond my following. Um, I've, I'm using my Instagram mm. as a tool for learning. Yeah. Uh, that's why right now, like, I took a step back on partnerships and all that. Yes, yeah. they're welcome. Yes. But now it's like, I will teach people first. And I will also learn from people who've been here before me. Mm. So it's in conversations. It's in experiences. Mm. So I am very keen on the content I consume. Mm. My explore page is clean. I would like to brag. <laughs> explore page is just mountains and all that. So, uh, so it has helped things. me. Uh-huh. It has helped me discover more mountaineers. Mm. So once you know, you know something is for you. Now for me, hiking is very important to me. That is the content I would like to consume online. Mm. Content that would build, help me grow. And this is the content I would like to share. Mm. So yeah, Don and Lotta have been very helpful. And there's lots more. So your mentors, would you be a mentor yourself? Let's say if someone DM'd you. I would. I mm. would love to. Mm. Um, as I said, I am a learning mountaineer. Some stuff I don't know. I think there's like a billion books to read and a billion be- gear, you mm. know, mountaineering gear to buy. But yes, I would really love to share what I have. I have experienced on the mountains. Actually told someone at the event we attended mm. together but with K- the KG. KG's events, yes. yeah. I was like, sometimes I write these stories for my nephews and nieces. When they grow up, they'll mm. get this. And then I'm like, I consider someone like, you know, Joshua. Joshua is way faster Joshua than Kim Deran. Kim. Yes. Mm. I'm like, he'll grow up. He follows me on Instagram. Mm. So I'm like, he's a very young person. 13 years old. Exactly. Mm. He followed me for a purpose. So maybe one day if they're able to, you know, compi- you know, go through the stories and read and understand mountaineering, I'll have done my part. Mm. Yeah. I'm just a doorway mm. to, you know, another perspective of life. Yeah. Mm. So nice. I'm always happy to share. And with the kind of mentors you have, you're definitely doing like an 8,000. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Big it's shock. luck. 
and also just being you attract who you are i didn't mm. even look for these people it was a, a like a comment or you come across a story mm. you go on explore page you see oh that's snow i love snow photos but now under it like there's a way the algorithm can can mislead mm. and it can lead So if it leads you to what you you give people mm. it will give you more of it. So I like that mine gives me more of what I want to be and more of what I want mm. to share. Yeah. And so like, 8000 yes. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like as a hiker mountaineer now what yeah. what's something like you wish you knew that you know now? Um, like when you're starting out things i wish i knew that i know now yeah running running yeah so cardio oh cardio like yeah i would i think ultra like trail running is so much fun mm. i look at that video on me on satima and someone called it temple run mm. i was like running down satima to dragon teeth I'm like this is actually so much fun. But it took me years to get to that. But now But what say, about running exactly? If I had factored it into my training, mm. I earlier cuz the first years I used to just hike on Sundays. I just need bag gear ever. But it's such a fun thing that I wish I incorporated into my hiking earlier in the years. Mm. So yeah, there's so much to say about the running bit and also I think what I know now is purposefully, you know, meant to be known now. Mm. So if I say what I knew then and what I know now would be from a place of regret. Mm. but i believe i time has aligned itself for me to be where i am now there's a reason why some summits didn't happen and mm. they happened now so what i know now <laughs> is just what i know now yeah Do i believe the because the previous experiences just as i say if i wish i knew them then and like yeah. for your mentor what's what's the number one like question you like ask them or for guidance for guidance um at first it was you know there was a bit of uh, gear oh okay yes gear and the good thing about them is they share their mm. training and also truth in mountaineering mm. that's like being just saying it as it is not being I won't give you success online and then hide hide lie to you uh, that yeah. there's no injuries the when you're doing these yeah. you know hikes. So they've helped on you know gear choice. They've helped on you know the training bit. Yeah. So sometimes it's bits of consultation. Mm. They're really good actually and their experiences. Mm. So it was Don's experiences like if you go to Don's feed his entire journey is there of all those mountains he's climbed on youtube he also has the he also has how he trains what they do what they incorporate into their training so 
as a hiker and a learning mountaineer, these are resources that someone has been enlightened to put out there. And if you if they align with your goals and what you want to achieve, you have to consume that. Mm. Yes. So gear, yeah, gear mountaineering ways. choices. Mm. Uh, also brands. <laughs> Mm. Of course, because they worked with like really good brands. Uh, okay. So they share also the brands they partner with. Yeah. Food, nutrition. Lotta talks about nutrition, training, everything. Okay. Yeah. So they have so many channels to learn from. Yeah, brands. Sometimes others you don't ask. You just, you just see like they share. It's all out there. Yeah, I like how accessible they are. They are. They're really okay. nice. Yeah, they, yeah make, I'd like to know how to partner with these brands, you know. Oh, Trying me to get too. White Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, White Cup. Please take keep. No. <laughs> <laughs> please take keep, yes. you know. But yeah, you have really, <laughs> hey, you've mm. put in the work. I know it's like, let's take stock that keep us both <laughs> throughout the years. They would have a record. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like and gear wise, what would you say like uh, like your top? Top gear. Yeah. Uh huh. Top three items you need for a hike, come For a hike. Must haves. Shoes. Good shoes. Good Very boots. Very good shoes. Mm. I think for now legs matter a mm. lot. Shoes, personally for me, I would prefer to go for new shoes. Mm. Yes, it's not that I have not worn Mutumba. I have. But now it was constant injuries. For me, I would go for new shoes. Even if it meant... That's why I have like my Strava tracks, my mileage. Mm. If the shoe hits 400 km, that's it. Yeah, 400 maximum, maybe 500. Mm. Yeah. But shoes? Okay, what else? Like my trail, the trail running bag. Mm-hmm. It's it's so nice. Mm-hmm. The trail running bag. Well, the, the small one. Yes. The one with so you just you just wear it on your body. Ah, okay. And even when you're running, it's it's like a part of you. Okay. And um I can stay without sunglasses. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what brand would you want to partner with? Guambia Pia. North Face. Hi, please. North Face. <laughs> <laughs> North Face. Mm. Um, yeah, they, they partner with KG, so yeah. I, North Face has my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was touching KG's gear and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah. And you, I even posted on Instagram, like, this is so much beauty, but so much to buy yeah. because you look at it and yeah, it's the safety in mountaineering. I wouldn't compromise on gear. Mm. Yeah. And For sure. Yeah, that was an advantage of, you know, being with the brand. It exposed me to knowledge about gear. Mm-hmm. And there's something, there's a jacket that would be nice to someone that would say, no, mm. I can't put on this or I can't put on this. Yeah. So bag, shoes. And what else? Watch for hey. <laughs> Of course, of course. Yeah. I think it's those nice. three. I like the the safety aspect of it. Yes, you yeah. should you should try it. I haven't set mine. Uh when you lots of solo mountaineering mm. makes you more aware of your surrounding. So it now you're like, okay, I think my people need to know where I am. So I always inform probably 
family. My parents don't agree a bit. <laughs> uh, we are still on that battle of they have accepted, mm. but now there's the bit of you're going far. And now if it takes a week without them reaching you, mm. so I always think, what if I go for a month and climbing? Everest. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But so, kuna network. Yes, but you had the, that company. <laughs> <laughs> that company yeah, that has that. T- it was 20000 <laughs> Yeah, $200. Yeah, yeah $200 yeah. for network. Yeah. Uh, but my grandmother is okay with it. She has, uh, I have her blessings. My parents are now, it, took, it takes a while for family to accept, but they do accept with time. Because I'm not beating anyone. Mm. I'm okay. I leave Nairobi. I leave for you space in Nairobi. Mm. I go hike. I only went Nairobi in the evening when I come back to sleep. There's nothing else. Awesome. Exactly. So what do you have? You have many fans, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, so wow. Like, uh, <laughs> what would you give them, like, top tips for, for, for hikers? For hikers. Wow. There's a lot. Uh, one is, uh, you know, on just being, mm. if you want to start, just start. Hakuna manual. There's no manual to this thing because everyone is constantly looking for, oh, you know, that next gear, what I started with what I had. And the first time I went to Mount Kenya, it was, I froze in cotton. I carried cotton. Mm. And you land on the way, on the way. Like everything else aligns. You get the right people with the same interests. They come through. Number two is gear. We are in a shortcut. If you aim at hiking high altitude, you have to really invest in gear. And it doesn't mean like buying all of them at once. It's bit by bit. Mm. You go test and you know, oh, next, last time you froze your fingers, you know, Mm. you need better gloves. Mm. Number three is uh, consistency. There's no shortcuts. Mm. Yeah, you have to be really consistent. Put in the work, you'll see results. Mm. Um, what else? It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's a lot of pain, but it's fun. <laughs> I love the pain. It's mm. It's, you know, you're like, oh, I am recovering, yes, but... The best thing about this is I managed to do something like this. You know, it's really fun. Mm. Be intentional mm. about why you really want to hike. Mm. Uh, know what you're looking for. If it's to get out of the city, that's okay. If it's to, to you know, socialize. socialize, that's okay. But be truthful to yourself and be intentional in the entire process mm. and it will work out. You know, when you're not intentional in like anything, it's not going to work out. Mm. But it took me three years into this. And I think last week was my 86th hike. 86. Wow. <laughs> you're over 100. Look yeah, who's I'm talking. 124. Oh, wow. Pressure. Yeah. Pressure. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'll catch up. I'll catch up. I'm like... Uh, for me to do this thing three years and mm. now to commit my entire Sundays mm. to this, it has become like religion to me, mm. you see. So 
Yeah, be very intentional and you will find if it's really meant for you. What else? Have fun. Yeah. Yeah, just have fun. It's fun and make sure you have fun. Yes. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Mm, keep going. <laughs> keep going. It gets better. Mm. Yeah, it's that fast. There was a time I could not run a kilometer. But Look now I wake up, I'm just like half marathon. Woohoo, let's go. <laughs> it it gets better. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, next segment of the podcast mm-hmm. is answering your questions. You know, I've had that and I'm so always like, what questions did people ask? <laughs> for us. Okay. Come on. Uh, we have questions for you. Ask away. Ask away. Ask away. So, first hey. question. How many questions did you get? Simingi. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think, okay, I'll ask that later. But mm-hmm. question one. Mm-hmm. Are you addicted to hiking? <sighs> yeah, because every time I get it, I want more of it. So, I wouldn't say addicted. But yes. Enthusiast. Yes. It's it's the place I feel the most alive. So yeah. Yes. Second, it's not a question, but it's someone who feels like you are their inspiration. Oh wow. Mm. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so humbled. Thank yeah. you. A message for them? Uh Asante Sana. Probably maybe we've climbed together. Why I, I may not know who they are, but you stay amazing and you stay great at what you do. Yeah. And Asante Sana. What's your next challenge? Uh her next challenge. It's in the works. So it's a secret one. And yes, I would like to keep it <laughs> as a personal goal. Yeah, uh, it's I want it to fall on my hundred hike. Mm. All these in between from no challenges between the 84th and 99. So now you're at 86. I think 86, 85. Yeah, 86. So you're doing a road to 100. Yeah, hikes. road to 100. Remember that? <laughs> road to 100, they're supposed to do. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, should, uh, it's, a, it's a super big project and um, yeah, you will know it when you see it. Awesome. Yes. Road to 100. Yeah. Hmm. Big question. What one happened to Lisa, by the way? Ask. Ukonamutu. Oh, like am I single? No, I'm not Ukonamutu. Depends on who's asking. <laughs> But yeah, I am. I have someone in my life. Why are you shocked? What's, <laughs> what's shocked? your toughest hike? Toughest hike. Wow. There's so many. But um, toughest hike so far. <laughs> am I allowed to say two? Yeah, I can see. Kili and Longido. Uh, but Longido was like tough. The push. Yeah. Yeah. I have never dripped like in my entire life. 
was withdraws and you're wondering what is happening. Like Longido pushed me a bit. But okay, these three. Is <laughs> <laughs> Kili, is Longido, and then in Kenya there's Kinango. Oh, I have yeah, thrown up at Kinango, like attitude <laughs> sickness. I have never talked about it, uh-huh. but Kinango has pushed me. Uh-huh. And yeah, the guide was like, Uyo ni ulewe mwenye unakimbianga. Leo mecharazwa. And everyone was laughing. Like the first, I think it was the first time I did. Uh-huh. Yeah, it it got to me. So Kinango is a tough mountain. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So those three Respect. for now. Na Longido, I remember Ilkona Insta story saying you're going to TZ. And I was over there, hey, which mountain is this? I know. And then you guessed Hanang. Yes, yeah, I guessed Hanang. And I was like, no, Longido. And you're like... And then Longido ni kakuambia ni steep. I was like, he was like, steep, steep. <laughs> and I'm like, love it, love it. <laughs> and yeah, I think I, I got my share. Mm. But I would go back. The... The challenge is attractive. Mm. I like tough things. It's something I'm getting to discover about myself. As tough as something is, I would really love to do it again. Mm. Sometimes when Buddha is like, elephant, yeah, elephant is cool, but give me Kinango a bit. Yeah, exactly. For those uh, mm. someone you'd like to hike with? Lota and Don. Mm. Yes. Lotta and Don. And you? We've I never mean, hiked together. Yeah, we've never. Nope, we've never. To my panga. To my pa- we have pangad hikes for three years. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, let's do this. Yes, let's. And then what happens? I don't know. Such to hike. I guess we shall hike together. But if I was to pick someone anywhere in the world, it mm. would be Lotta and Don. Mm. Yeah. And uh, next question is a question that i like to ask like mm. like what food do you like to to carry with you on hikes hey i i really struggle with eating this is mm. something that's why i avoid i rarely talk about food stuff on my instagram because food is something i constantly work on there were times i could really not eat i i don't know what used to happen but i was okay just thing without food but now i'm glad that the reason why mountaineering is so important to me is it has made me you know gain that bit of myself now i eat now i'm way better but now in my bag when i'm going to the abadeas i would be like stop the bus i need to buy chapels i love chapels chapels mm. are fuel mm-hmm. underrated fuel mm. chapels um tropt the the juice the tropical i always carry that one box mm-hmm. i don't have that like special mountaineering food but it's stuff that works for me mm-hmm. that will push me through to the next step or to the summit or throughout that entire day so you'll find me with chapos you'll find me with oreos i'm struggling with lollipop sorry to disappoint <laughs> you <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. yes, I have lots of them that are just in the house. I always carry a lollipop, but end up not eating it. Uh, water is very important. I'm always like three liters or two and a half. Um, as much as it's not food, but I feel it is. Um, 
could find me with the the mazimba it's mm. about you know chia seeds pumpkin sometimes yes and mm. then yeah that's oreos lollipops i'm trying to look at that bag this chapos this water the bar and i always have tortillas after mm. like the salty one cuz i need to get the salt back Bada hike. yes and then now the there's the java granola mm. i i prefer it cuz it's compact mm. it's like the tiny one is like i think 150 or okay. something so it's easier to pack and you know granola you can eat na inashika tumbo vizuri so yeah that dairy i used to but i drink after mm-hmm. but i rarely even consume food even towards working like i really struggle with food as long as i look at a plate there's protein carbohydrates vitamin and all that i'm like Was. this is good yeah but the nutrition bit have been taking baobab baobab powder mm-hmm. i have a friend who has them baobab powder i'm also embracing you know so these burgers mm. it has a lot of of nini you put it in water or you put it in water it's a powder you just mix in your tea and all mm. that now i will i will ship that to the hosts i should have brought that I will oh, ship that to yeah, the host. Right. I guess supposed to bring I the know. host a gift. I will ship that. <laughs> It's okay. I have a rider to ship. And I'm also embracing, you know, the burgers. Mm. Kunde terere I used to not like, but now I wouldn't say I'm going like green no meat. <laughs> I like, you know, proteins a lot. But more fruits, those burgers they are healthy. Managu those ones yeah okay. yes so nutrition you find me with biscuits i don't carry like very heavy food or sandwiches mm. then i eat well when i come back from the hike at home mm. there hikes i prefer when i'm training sometimes it's to deny the body mm. to see how much or how long my reserves can work for me mm. so it's sometimes the opposite like a train exactly Yeah. So I test my body reserves and I think when I was packing for Kili I could not carry my camel bag because I had packed it. Mm. So I went to Kili with like a 500 ml mm. which I no not Kili ngong mm. the prep hike. Mm. So I was like oh I can actually push through and when you deny your body mm. its reserves you mm. get to realize a lot of things that your body mm, can, can do. Go. Yes. Yeah. So when I consume lots of water i tend to sweat a lot through the hike but on an instance this time i was just like i was not dripping and all that but it's it's really good on this like so much on nutrition when i come back mm. the easiest way to know if my body is back to balance is sorry to say my urine color mm. i always monitor my urine color after mm. hikes because you've lost lots of water mm. Mm. and that is the easiest See how thing you are. exactly mm. that is the easiest thing that will show you mm. to or from a hike if you like well hydrated when i see problems i'm just like oh no let's let's take all this yeah awesome. and uh, yeah there are things mm. i i prefer not to consume a lot like like alcohol mm. 
because I'm like uh, the the path. There's a path one chooses, you know. Mm-hmm. I take wine, yes, but now there's like hard stuff, the hard, hard, hard stuff that I'm just like, uh, this is my limit. And this is what I really respect people who do that and are able to like bounce and still do some. It's even when me, I know the effect. Mm. If I risk, yeah. there is, I'll really suffer. And it's something I've tasted throughout the years. And I know this is something that is not working out for me. So you decide your poison, your whatever that you want to go with. And the body adjusts. Mm. Yeah. At first, I could take. I could take some bars, but now, yes, and sneakers. Mm. They have nuts. I can't eat nuts, like groundnuts, venuziko. So I'm like, the only way to convince me to and eat... chocolate. Yeah, it's <clears throat> chocolate. Interesting. Sneakers are the only chocolate I can eat. I also <laughs> can't eat the bar alone. Mm. So give me the the groundnuts in a chocolate bar. Like a baby, you hide the medicine inside yeah. the sweets. Or you dissolve it in juice and they don't know they're taking the medicine. Interesting. Yeah. So, so, so those are our oh, questions, are, questions over. are done. Yay. <laughs> Any final words? The people are nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me here. Thanks I, for coming. I'm so proud of you. Like, this is massive, big step. And, uh, I am three episodes into your podcast and I'm like, we need more. You see, yeah. uh, you're doing something very And speaking great. of podcasts, you wanted to do a podcast. <laughs> sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, I will open the podcast. Mm. Um, it could be about life in general or, you know, mountaineering stuff as well. But, yeah, a day at a time. Yeah, we're still working on video. I think I did great today. Yeah, did good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the team is saying yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, step at a time and uh, the podcast will come. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers to you. Cheers to Juice. And we are. Thank you. And that's our episode.